What is up, what is up, what is up? I'm your host, Aaron Lloyd, and this is episode 4, 5, 45 of the Creation Grounds. 4, 5, y'all. This next guest is super talented. He knows his stuff. He helps artists with contracts, understanding contracts. He merges or kind of marries the the business aspect of the um, the arts to the artistic um, side of the arts. So his name is Khalid Rivera, and in this episode, we talk about his early Broadway success. This man was on on stage with Julie Taymor at the age of 12, early Broadway success, and then also how he understands entertainment contracts and he shares that knowledge with you. In this episode, we talk about his experience working with Julie Taymor um, in her Broadway show, her, his favorite uh, stage memory, what he finds more fulfilling, his music or acting, his process of songwriting, and three tips or several tips that artists can use to understand contracts and to empower themselves when it comes to the business aspect of the entertainment industry. Enjoy this episode with Khalid Rivera and like, share, subscribe with everybody that you know that will gather some value from this episode, be entertained by, educated and all that. Here we go. I have with me the fabulous Khalid Rivera. What's up, Khalid? Hello, good afternoon. Glad to be doing this. I'm happy to have you, man. How would you say that growing up as a native New Yorker impacted your life? Oh, man. First of all, it's a true blessing for me to have you know grown up in New York because it made me tough. Definitely thick skin to survive in this business because it's not an easy business. Facts. Um... And definitely because of that, like, I feel like I'm able to thrive as an adult in this crazy world that we live in. You know, I've been, you know, growing up in New York, you're exposed to all different types of cultures. And therefore, I'm comfortable with diversity. That's beautiful. What's your earliest memory of performing? Oh, it all started singing in the church choir. Back when I was living in the Bronx, yep, just singing in the church choir, man. I think Beyonce started that way too, didn't she? Yeah, a lot of people, yeah. It seems like a lot, yeah, it started the church. That's cool. And when did you, know? how old were you when, when you did that? How, how old was that, would you say? I started in the church choir when I was six years old. Six. So was it around six years old that you knew you wanted to build a life in entertainment, or when did that start for you? Um, that started, I would say, definitely when I did my first Broadway show. Um, it's called Juan Derrien, and at that time it was at the Vimeo Beaumont Theater. That's when I knew after doing that, I was just like, okay, I think this is something that I want to take seriously and probably pursue. That's dope. So you were pretty young when you found your early Broadway success. Was that was that the one where you working with Julie Taymor that that show? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I got that when I was twelve. I was like my first ever like showbiz entertainment job, like first professional job, and yeah, that was a great experience. And yeah, I worked with with Julie Taymor. That's that's when I knew that I wanted to do it, and it was a great experience because definitely she was really kind patient and she was open to the rehearsal process being a collaborative effort with the entire cast that's dope man so so bring me back so you're 12 years old did you ask to audition or how did that audition come about yes so 
somebody told my mom about it because they back then backstage they had like the actual newspaper <laughs> at that time and it was like all like okay if you wanted to audition you had to look at all that stuff and then somebody told her that they were looking for a boy soprano hispanic boy soprano and that they were doing like open calls at lincoln center and so i went i did that several auditions and then yeah i made it to the very end and then it was me and another guy that we alternated the the lead role which that's, was one very end yeah that's dope man um so 12 years old broadway working with julie tamar who's a beast if you don't know julie tamar man she's just a creative giant she's she's awesome yeah man. just google her people i am to be her you'll see she's done a lot of stuff yeah in the theater and film so that that's a beautiful um start to your career so what's your what's your favorite on stage memory? Um, could be with Julie, could be in general. You know, I'm gonna say there's so many, but I'm gonna say the most recent thing, um, playing um, the role of Richie Valens in the Buddy Holly Story musical. Now I've done the show twice. The first time I did it was back in 2010 at the Iverton Playhouse in Connecticut, and then last year, like literally around the same time last year. Uh, I did it again at the Fireside Theater in Wisconsin, and um, that time it was really special. Well, first, I, I, it's an honor to play a music icon, mm-hmm. and it's fun to be able to sing La Bamba, but that time, that cast was just on another level. It was an extremely talented cast. It was a great bond, and just that theater was extremely special, like how it was set up, and yeah, it just it just felt more magical that time that I said, you know what? This is the second time I've done it, and I think this is great to end it on that note as far as, like, continue to do the role. Because, look, in theaters, there's some people that they end up doing the show the same role, like, several times. Like, you know, people who do Rent, they just keep doing the show Rent all over the place. Or people who do In the Heist, they they can do it, like, five, six times in different theaters. I said, I'm sorry, that's not me. I think the fact that I did it, like, twice and then to end it on such a high note with this amazing production mm-hmm. i was just like yeah i think this is like perfect to just like okay put my hat hat off and just like yep all right i did this role twice and this is a great way to end it that's dope and what do you so you're a singer actor you many talents what do you find more fulfilling do you find your music or your acting more fulfilling and why um Okay, well, to music, I mean, who, who doesn't love music? Music for me is more of a spiritual thing to just get me in the mood, um, whether I need to calm down or be hyped for anything. But what's fulfilling for me as an artist uh, definitely is acting because, you know, you get to play different characters. It's, it's playtime, you mm-hmm. know? That's dope. And what's your process of writing a song like? What are, what are the challenges that come up for you? Okay, so... A lot of the times, well, first of all, I have to be, you know, inspired, you know, to write a song. I think if, if you're forced to write, it, it, you're not going to come up with your best work and you're not going to really be in the mood. You're not going to feel it. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll come up with a melody in my head. And then before I forget it, like I'll just take my phone out and I'll record it quickly. Then I'll go home. I'll listen to it again. And then I, you know, there's different um, software that you can use to make music, whether it's you know, GarageBand or Pro Tools or Fruity Loops. So I'll use that and I'll like create the baseline, a basic baseline of a track. And then from there, I'll try to, you know, finish the melody and the vocal lines of the song 
and then I'll come up with the lyrics and then I'll enhance like the the track you know add more to that demo track to then give to the producer so that they kind of know where I'm going you know to enhance the track and then you know record it and you know take it from there and I think the challenging part with songwriting is when you're not feeling inspired to write anything yeah and we're gonna kind of pivot because recently or I don't know how long you've been doing this but you're really educated in contracts entertainment contracts where, yeah. where did that interest come from for you why why contracts I've always been interested in contracts because I just think it's it's important and essential. It's part of the business and it's a must and you've got to be business savvy. Try to be in control. Dope. And what are three tips um, for creatives? Because I know a lot of creatives, and this might be a generalization, but typically artists aren't so savvy with contracts. So what are three tips that you can give creatives about contracts? Yeah, that's, that's very true what you said, that they're not savvy about contracts. And it's mainly because in these universities or these conservatories, they're not teaching students about the business side of things. They're not teaching about contracts. You know, I was fortunate where I, you know, I had a lot of training with, you know, Stella Adler and AMDA in different places. But when I went to AMDA at the time, AMDA, it was a two-year conservatory, but they had a joint program with the new school, also known as New School University in New York, that um, I could do two years at AMDA, and then I, from there I can continue at New School with my AMDA credits alone. I would already be going in as a junior. And then those last years I would take a whole bunch of you know academic classes. And New School, they had a lot of amazing business classes, but a lot of um, entertainment law and music business classes. So all those last two years I just – took a lot of business classes and then from there in that school there were actually several classes and courses to teach you about contracts about different kinds of contracts and like actually go over what it means and I've I've never seen that before anywhere and I thought you know what this because I like to think ahead and I'm not one to like to be a follower because oh everyone does it just do it I was like no I know this is going to be extremely beneficial for me Mm -hmm. and I know I'm going to be one of the very few people that gets their bachelor's you know their BFA bachelor's in fine arts that actually knows about contracts and it's not just about craft so that was a true blessing to be able to get that training and that depth of knowledge so I think the three most important tips I I might give you more than three but um Please don't be desperate, people. Just just because somebody gives you a contract doesn't mean it's a great contract. And just because somebody gives you a contract doesn't mean that contract is going to be in your favor. I'm sorry to break it to you guys, but newsflash, I would say like eight to nine times out of ten, when a contract is being given to you, it's going to be the contract is going to be in favor of the person who created the contract. That is just business, y'all. They got to protect themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. It's going to be in their favor. It's business. Now, I would say um, other tips, just read it over. Even though if you think you don't understand contracts, read it over once or twice. And you'll be surprised that you might have some sort of understanding of the contracts. I know it can be a bit overwhelming to look at something like that. But read it over. Try to understand it. And then based on what you know, you, you give it to somebody to help you understand it even more and then maybe um, it depends on what the person does maybe they can possibly negotiate for you or not or kind of tell you 
like recommended changes to put in the contract or just put in layman terms what the contract means. And please don't rush to sign the contract. Give it some time. Tell them, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to somebody to look it over. Give me, I don't know, just say like forty eight hours and maybe it might take longer. Just don't rush into signing a contract. And please, I don't care no matter what, how great the meeting was or whatever, never sign on the spot. Never, never, never. Or don't do any handshake agreements. Everything has to be in writing. Everything. That's dope. And that's a great point. I mean, even on set sometimes they'll bring this, the, the contract to you. So in, in circumstances like that, and I mean, if you have a rep, usually the rep does this prior but that's mm-hmm. a great tip yeah. you brought with like the desperation. Like, what would you say to that person that's in an agent meeting? They've been looking for an agent for the longest, and the agent says, "Hey, here's this contract." You still advise them not to sign that right there. Don't sign on the spot. No, they said, "Thank you so much. I will look this over, and I will have somebody look it over for me. And if I have any questions, I'll get back to you." Dope. Because you got to show them that you're you are business savvy and you are in control. You're in the business. You're not desperate. And in these agent interviews. People, the agent is not interviewing you. You're interviewing the agent. I can't tell you how many times, like, throughout my career, I've had, you know, meetings with agents. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not I'm not feeling this. I, I go with my, you know, instincts, and my instincts are never wrong. I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling this, and I don't think they're going to get me. I, 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 mm. So I just, I wouldn't, you know, I just didn't sign. I didn't move forward. I feel and that. then I find out that, yep, I did make the right decision. You know? Yep. <laughs> You find out things. So what is an example of where knowing that contract has benefited your career particularly? Well, definitely I prevented myself from signing, you know, bad contracts. You know, whether it was it was shitty publishing deals or music management contracts or, or you know, even contracts were that they were like low pay or no protection, you know, contracts, you know, for the actors. You know, this is like pre, you know, union stuff as well, you know. Uh, you know, it sucks that I, I see this a lot, especially with non-union contracts. Just because something is non-union doesn't mean it has to be bad. I don't know why these non-union contracts are so shitty. And they, it just seems they don't value their actors enough. It just seems like you're just a number, do this, whatever. Oh, you guys are going to do it because you need us. And you can still provide, you know, protection for the actor just because something is non-union you can still like have your shit together and make it professional and and protection you know for the actors yeah what what inspires you it could be just in life or as an artist what what do you find inspires you i think you kind of hinted uh, at it earlier you said music music kind of makes yeah you hype. but but on a bigger like the bigger picture the future always inspires me because it's like you never know what what's gonna happen next. It's like you gotta keep going, you know, keep moving forward, work hard, and be productive, and then just know like what's next. Because I, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, in a sense, it doesn't matter what what I've done. But I, I never feel like oh, I've arrived or I'm at a level or I get you know like I like to say like gassed up in the head. Mm-hmm. I'm always like okay, I accomplished this. Okay, what's next? It's like just keep going, keep going. So the future inspires me. I love that. And what's the top book that you've gifted the most in the past year? Like that I gave a book to somebody? Yeah. Or that somebody gave? Okay, well, I've never given a book to anybody. <laughs> Have you given any <laughs> any book recommendations to anybody? Um. Okay, well, 
everyone's telling me about this Mariah Carey book, which I requested that for a Christmas gift, and my friend is supposed to get it for me. So I would probably recommend that most to people. But um, on a real bigger picture, y'all, I, I, I always say, listen, read the Bible. Read that Bible, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Love that. And what's the best $100 that you've ever spent in your whole life? Um, you know, I would say even just recently, but in general, like, you know, just getting a facial, getting a really <laughs> good facial. And it's important for us actors and performers, we're on screen, you know, the camera's on us. So why not make yourself, make yourself look good, you know, yep. make sure that your skin is healthy. So yeah, getting, getting a facial, you know, you got to treat yourself. I feel that. What are some projects that you have going on in the film circuit right now? Because I know you have um, a project currently revolving in that circuit. Tell us a little bit about that project and what... Yeah, there, there, there's two right now. So there's um, Milk Water, and that one is with um, it's starring Molly Bernard, Patrick Green, Patrick Green, and Robin De Jesus. I have a supporting role. Why my character's name is Jesus. Um, the, the gay, sassy, Puerto Rican bartender. Not much of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it, it takes place in, in New York City. It was shot in, in Brooklyn. And um, it's about this um, female, you know, quite, quite, you know, troubled in, in her own ways, which is trying to navigate her life and what she wants to do. And then she um, meets this older gay man and who she, she just barely knows. But they create a bond, and then she decides that she wants to become a surrogate for him. And then that whole process of, like, the ups and downs of that. Um, so that's, it's it's a beautiful, um, I would say it's a dramedy, that there's some, there's some comedy and dramedy, but it's a, it's a, it's a great love letter to New York City. And that one, it's been in, oh, so many film festivals, and it's been winning a lot of awards, like Best Narrative Feature, or, you know, Best Jury Prize, or Best Audience Award, and it's been doing really well in the film circuit this year. Then there's another film that is just now starting to circulate in the film festival. It's called The Alliance, and that one is a comedy, and it's about um, sexual harassment in the workplace, and my character, I have a supporting role. My character's name is Sebastian, and I'm a paralegal. And it recently premiered at the New Voices, wait, New Voices, New Film um, Film Festival. And um, I think it got into the Big Apple Film Festival. Like, it's now getting into the film festival circuit. And, yeah, those That's are the two things right now out and about in the film festivals. That's dope. And you, you alluded to this earlier about, like, always thinking what's next, what's next. For you in life, what are you looking forward to most in life right now? Well, right now, immediately, I'm just I'm just looking forward to the holiday season. You know, we I had a great Thanksgiving, got to see my family. And, yeah, just to be able to see my family and then friends if I can, um, if they're in town or not. Even just doing, like, you know, a Zoom or something. Just, just spending time... With, with family and you know around this time of year like I kind of like spiritually and mentally kind of like just take a step step back and kind of like chill you know because everything slows down a bit like in the in the industry mm-hmm. um, and it's just like okay you know just kind of chill relax you know this is when I do more like time of extra reading and yeah just you know relax and take it easy because we all know like come January 
to like March or even April, like it gets a little bit busy, you know, mm-hmm. whether with pilot season or, or the theater season coming back. I don't know how it's going to be this year, but usually those are like busy, busy times. So I take this time to just, you know, relax and see family. That's dope. And y'all, y'all can still, listen, y'all can still see your family, just, you know, limit the, the amount of people that are in the space, you know, and then just, you know, be safe, get tested. I, that whole thing of like, oh, don't see your family at all. Uh, please, you're not going to tell me how to live my life or who I, or to see my loved ones or not. Just be responsible. Yeah. When you think, I ask all my guests this, when you think of the word creative, who's the first person that comes to mind and why? Oh, right off the bat, I'll say Lady Gaga because she's constantly reinventing herself. She's super talented and she reinvents herself with, with her style and then her music. She, and now she's an amazing actress. It's like Oscar she, winner, right? You know? She won an Oscar, like, didn't she? she? Yeah, she won an Oscar for, for, for the song Shallow. She was nominated for Best Actress, but... Um, and I know now she's going to do another movie where she's playing some, I forget the the name, but it's based on a true story. It's like some Italian, like, mob wife or something. Like, So, yeah, she, you know, she's she dances, she sings, she acts, she plays instruments. And I'm like, what can she do? She's extremely creative. That's dope. And you currently help artists or creatives with contracts how can they contact you how do they find out more about that how can they receive your help or services with that yeah sure the easiest way is just you know to email me and then i can explain people like you know what i do my process my prices based on the services that that are needed so yeah you can just email me which is going to be my first and last name i'll spell it for you it's k-h-a-l as in larry i-d as in david R I V as in Victor, E as in Eric, R A at gmail.com. So that's Khalid Rivera at gmail.com. Is there a period in between Khalid and Rivera? Or is it just. No. Okay. No, cool. it's just, yeah, one word Khalid Rivera at gmail.com. I make it real easy. I'm like, listen, that's my email. Y'all can find me. What? Like, yeah, it's there. Dope. And uh, social media handles, where can people connect with you, find out what you're doing? Um, in your artistic career, I know I, I kind of actually wanted to get into like the song. You have like a number one, like you've created some some pretty dope tracks. Yeah, the, yeah, some yeah. So um, so social media, you can just find me at Khalid Rivera, mm-hmm. my first and last name. Yeah, and that's all across with you know Twitter, Insta, Facebook. Yeah, just at Khalid Rivera. Dope. Cool. Well, Khalid, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. I know you're going to get your workout in and all that kind of stuff. And um, I hope that you help a lot of artists with their contracts. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much.